Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of Degenerates in the Nosebleeds podcast. I am your host, Lawrence Wondowski, joined by Marshall Bears. It is a beautiful day today on March 15th on this Tuesday. And Marshall, way to go. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Going pretty good. Going pretty good. Excited for the Lady Bears in the tournament. That's all I got to say real quick. I got to say real quick. I, I agree. I agree. They're going to win the whole thing. This is a big Lady no, Bears no. show, as you said that one time. <laughs> so I completely agree. Cause I, we're definitely going to be filling out a woman's bracket. Uh, probably not this episode. Well, down the line. Down the line. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, let's dive in. Let's dive in. MOB is back. We have opening day after a 99-day lockout. Opening day will be April 7th. Uh, let's just dive right in. As soon as the deal of the lockout ended, free agency opened up. And so far, let's dive right into that. We go into the team spending. Marshall, who do you think is the number one team that has spent the most this free agency so far? I think it's the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> it really went out of the way here to make an aggressive, strong push. I find it absolutely hilarious that the Reds turned down, were one of the teams that said no to the 220 CBT, then went to approving it on the one of the one of the teams to approve the 230 CBT, and then absolutely just cut and just run away from all those contracts and just dump everything that's what i find hilarious it's like you wanted more money to spend for this and then you're not even doing it genius 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 move way to go reds um the cincinnati reds are actually mariners took advantage of them man Um, i really do believe that that deal for the Seattle Mariners worked that out is, really yeah, well. That is, yeah, what the de- uh, that deal included Suarez and what's it called? Suarez Winker and Winker, obviously, in the, but I don't who they give up on that one. They got fleeced. I know that the Reds got fleeced. They didn't really get high prospects from the Mariners. No, which is, I don't know what they're doing. It, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But no, uh, absolutely, hey, not. you want to compete with the Diamondbacks? Go for it. <laughs> I can't even find the Reds on this list of spending during this free agency. I'm pretty sure they haven't even made a move yet. I don't think they have, besides just, just dumping dump salary. Everybody. Yeah, I seriously, I, mean, I don't think they're on this list. Let's just get rid of another guy. That's all it's been. I've been eyeballing this list for the past minute now, and I, I have not seen the Cincinnati Reds <laughs> on here. <laughs> oh, um, hey, but team spending-wise, the number one team goes to the Texas Rangers. Um yeah. Number two is the New York Mets. Number three, surprisingly, is the Detroit Tigers. Number four being Toronto. And then number five, rounding out the top five, being the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Marshall, what reactions on that top five? I uh, we I think we discussed it the very last time we talked about it, but we're, we were both kind of in shock that the Rangers have actually tried to make a little run at this. I That hasn't been their theme in the past several years, but they're oh, seeming to try not. to push forward this time. A team that surprises me on that top five is Detroit being number three. That one is very surprising to me. Yeah, but they but do there's... have uh, Lynch, I do believe. Is that their GM? I might be I don't speaking know wrong. He's from head, Houston. But... I know that. But he's you know turning around the culture there. Maybe Detroit is a team to watch in the year, uh, years to come here. Or not. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I feel like Tigers fans can even admit it, but they're they're competing for a second place in the division, most likely. Yeah, I yeah. I, I just 
I don't know. I just don't see it all the way yet. The pitching staff, I don't think it's strong enough yet. That is, yeah, they need to fix out some kinks, obviously. But it is a team to watch, I would say. Um, it's obviously the White Sox division for this year and probably the next year to come. But yeah. on the up and rise, I think Detroit definitely, you know, it's nice to see one of those small market teams being into that top five. I mean, a little more aggressive at this moment in time, but I mean, it's very clear they're done with their moves for now. But the big thing is, is you got to really hope some of their prospects turn out to make Mm -hmm. them competitive. So there is 28 teams spent uh, on this list. So I'm assuming there's two teams, Reds being one of them. I don't know who the other team is that it's missing on this list, the team spending on the free agency so far, but 28 out of 28 right now is the Cleveland Guardians. I will say that. Probably the only other team who hasn't spent anything is the Rockies. That, you know what? No, the Rockies are on the list. The Rockies are here. They are? They are. What they do? Um, they're 22. They're 22nd. I don't know. I'm sorry. Rockies is one of those teams like the Reds in the the, the Diamondbacks. They're kind of they're going to be down there, man. They're going to be way down there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but the Guardians, yeah, you know them. They're cheap. What, what's new? Right. Uh, going off team spending now. Let's go into the players now. Actually, uh, the available players remaining. Uh, is obviously not in order. But Marshall, who would you think out of uh remaining free agents? Who do you think would be the top five? I don't know about top five all the way, but it's very clear. Everyone everywhere is continuously talking in any about order. Just give me five players. That'd be a lot easier. That are ones to watch right know now. Five. Freeman, Correa are the two off the top of my head that mm-hmm. scream the most at me who need to... Yeah. Once their decisions are made, a lot of things start to fall in place, I feel like. After think, that, though, it's up for Do you think Trevor Story is just sitting around and waiting till Correa gets signed so his price market does go up? I think so, but I think the amount of teams that are willing to sign him are shrinking day by day. I agree. That one's really talking about Trevor Story, which is very shocking. I mean, he had qu- no, uh, I quiet second half. No, I still up for the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> so like if we're if, if the guardians are involved he's not getting paid as much as he thought <laughs> oh absolutely yeah that's sad it's uh, he, i agree that he had his quiet second half to that 2020 uh one season yeah. but i i mean it's still a, an elite shortstop that is mm-hmm. very shockingly still on the board and given from what we've heard not very well you know yeah no one well, seems not, to be not a big market for him I feel like Correa is going to get less money than we initially thought. Too. I think so too. That's my my gut instinct. I feel like so much time's gone on by now. What do you think? The only Correa... one left really who's going. To... What? What do you think Correa ends up? I don't know. I think he might end up back in Houston because it just I... doesn't work out. That's what I'm thinking. I think he goes back yeah, to Houston. Yeah. I I I heard supposedly a new report came out that Houston is re uh re-offering a contract to him they're resubmitting an offer for him so i'm a, for six more right, years so. instead of five so i'm assuming mm-hmm. that extra year will probably put it over the hump and get correa to come uh come back mm-hmm. to houston so that's what i'm thinking i i completely agree with you i think it'll be enough to get back but i'm curious to see the amount of years um, because it gives me a vibe that Correa could also take a gamble on himself and bet on himself for like a year and then have him maybe be up again in the future. Who knows? It's hard to tell at this moment in time. I agree. Uh, about uh, Freddie Freeman, of course, not coming back to Atlanta because uh, the Atlanta Braves surprisingly yesterday trade for Matt Olson and extend him today for eight more seasons. Uh, Marshall, any reactions on that? Since I'm pretty sure we should have probably opened up the show with this news. <laughs> First initial reaction is, 
great replacement. Great, great bat. Great. Great replacement. Honestly, you can't get it's a dip off, obviously, because Freeman's Freeman. But it's still a great replacement. The only thing that scares me more recently is the length of the contract. <laughs> yes, the eight years is By a worrying. Years, years five, six, seven, and eight are a little worrying yes. for that amount of money. Absolutely, and but especially overall, when you... you did lock down a first baseman very solid for the next three great to four first years. In my opinion, yes, yeah. um, you're missing. I think the only knack when you come to Matt Olson is probably consistency issues as of right now. Uh, three years now that he there's three seasons so far that he's been up in the league not three full seasons but there has been three years since he's been in the league where he has hit under an 800 OPS but I think that's me I think he's on the way up at this point I think he's on the way up at this point yeah and it's it's very uh pitcher dependent yeah I forget what he hits better against that being that park that he's going to is going to be a great uh Park True, he's play. finally out of Oakland's ballpark, which is not a very hitter-friendly park. No, and yeah, the Chop House is going to be loving Matt Olson when he gets there. I will say that right now. Oh, yeah, I agree completely. It'll be interesting. Oh, curious to see. I don't know. I haven't seen much about Jorge Soler, man. What's up there? I've seen one I've seen one report for the Dodgers, and that's it. Mr. I've Mr. saw World Dodgers and then like maybe back to Braves, and that's, yeah, not much, which is a little surprising. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see where he ends because I don't think he'll be that expensive, but he could be a very, you know, nice bat to add. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, we kind of got sidetracked off Freddie Freeman there because we started talking about yeah, Matt Olsen. Yeah. But uh, Freddie Freeman, uh, where do you think he's showing up? It seems to be, it was, for the longest of time, it was Atlanta and Dodgers. It was Atlanta or LA. And then out of nowhere, since Atlanta made the move, it seems like all these other teams are like, okay, Atlanta's no longer in the mix. Let's now seriously pursue this guy. Like teams like the Red Sox and Toronto. And I'm sure there's some other team that I'm completely forgetting that just jumped in on it now that I think about it. But I think think Toronto spent a little too much already to kind of be diving into that area. I think it's a two-man race between Boston and Los Angeles right now. That's from my perspective. And I'm curious to see where he lands out. It'll probably be the freaking Dodgers, but I don't want it to be. <laughs> I I just um call me crazy. Even if the Dodgers make the Freddie Freeman move, um, am I crazy to think that Atlanta's still a better team? Uh, yeah, maybe. But the I just thing think... is, regardless of what the Dodgers do, in my opinion, mm-hmm. they're still gonna lose. Like in the championship game or something like that. They always seem to kind of slip up in the playoffs somehow. They need a, a yeah, they bit. need a 60-game season to win a World Series. So Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they're going to slip up. They'll make a great run. I mean, oh, absolutely. They'll win the division and everything, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting one. Uh, um, so, yeah, final final say, Marshall. You, what do you think? You said Dodgers for Freeman? I think he. I think final say is Dodgers, but it's not. It's like it used to be like ninety percent certain it's Dodgers, and it's now down to like sixty. Yeah, I th- I agree. I think I'm gonna jump out on a limb, and I think the old Canadian boy is going home, and he's gonna go to the Toronto Blue Jays. If he does, that'll be a fun team to watch. That would be a fun team to watch. I hope he goes wow. there. That would be a great. I hope he watch. goes there. I hope the Yankees suck so the Yankees don't make the playoffs because it'll be Boston and Toronto out of the division, and I will be happy. Oh. <laughs> um, oh speaking of Yankees, did you see uh, about Josh Donaldson joining the squad? Oh, jeez, man. One thing That's I, interesting. 
I do. The Yankees need to make one thing, and they need to make this change: is um, get rid of this stupid ass no fa- uh, clean face policy because this is dumb. Joey Gallo looks horrible without a Josh beard. Josh Donaldson <laughs> looks horrible without a beard. <laughs> he looks. He looks like he's a. They, they, a they tweeted a picture today. The Yankees did. They uh, tweeted a picture it. of. What was it? Uh, Aaron Judge, Joey Gallo, and Josh Donaldson. And Josh Donaldson's in the middle of it, and he looks like their child. And he's six one. <laughs> and he, and he, he looks I know like it's their something child. else. Uh, just uh, God, those guys are massive, like behemoths of humans. <laughs> it's nasty. I would, yeah, that's one rule change that the MLB should have, you know, negotiated in that CBA was to have the Yankees disbar that stupid ass rule that they have to have a clean face and short hair. Uh-huh. I can already hear the Yankee fans going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, buddy. It's a it's facial yeah, hair. Settle down. Calm down. Settle down. You know what this should happen? What do we call it? Yankees can't have facial hair. The Red Sox should require facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. You have to have a beard to play on the Red Sox. Can't I cut it. That. You gotta do it. it. We're you not cooking field. We're not cooking uh, cooking food here. We're hitting dingers. Let them fucking exactly. have beards. <laughs> Speaking of other weird rules, uh, why do we need bigger bases? Uh, see, I've been thinking that forever, <laughs> and I can't come up with a like a reasonable like you know guess to why that's a thing. I'm assuming it's safety can... wise. I, I I don't know. Maybe it's safer for a bigger base. And then my other thought process is. Is it easier to see on TV since it's bigger? Right. I don't know. <laughs> I it doesn't know matter. There's still going to be blown calls at first base. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> it's true. That's a good point. So, I don't know. It is what it is. It's a weird one. Uh, I had to bring up the bases. Oh, absolutely. It's a great bring up. Uh, it's just, yeah, I don't understand the big bases either. Like it, like you said, it gives up the vibe of uh, people who said they can't see the puck in hockey. Yeah, it just it don't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, some of the rules we came up with in the meantime seemed way more logical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the, let's talk about pitching. What do you think? Uh, Zach Greinke is still on the board. Uh, he's still available. I, I haven't heard rumors. anything from him. I heard Dodgers rumors. That'd be like interesting. going back to the yeah, Dodgers, back, which would be kind of interesting. That would be very interesting. But I don't. I don't know. Someone will pick him up for probably a, a year long deal or a two year long deal, and he'll be he'll be a solid pitcher. It won't be, excuse me, anything too crazy. But he'll just hold his you know line position. Yeah, there's still a lot of players here. I think yeah, Chris Bryant. Uh, he's going to the. I think he's going to the Mariners. I think he goes to Seattle. That's Honestly, like, he could. I didn't think about it, but yeah, that's the best spot I, could, I think for him. Just let's just hope the Seattle Mariners actually have some fans in the building this year. Let's just hope they make the fucking playoffs. God. Speaking, what do you mean the Angels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're throwing Trout in right field next year, buddy. Yeah, let's just have the most two popular players in baseball, arguably the two best players in baseball. But yeah, let's not make the playoffs, guys. No, not at all. Not yeah. Screw no, it. We don't no, need the playoffs. Not us. Not us. No. Nope, Fuck pitching. Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> What do you mean, pitching? Yeah. You got Shohei. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, one pitcher. Congratulations, Angels. Way to go. You're one pitcher. I, I hate to say this, but Shohei's a good pitcher, but let's be honest. He's not a one pitcher. He's more like three-fourths of one because he only go five innings. Yeah. Never true. goes above five. 
What are the Great Angels done this free, uh, free agency, huh? What'd you say? What have the Angels done this free agency? I don't know. I'm pulling it up now. I got to know. So far, they have, they've signed Rossiel Iglesias. They signed him back. They got Noah Syndergaard. I forgot about that. That's a solid pick. Um, and Michael Lorenzen. They signed back Kurt uh, Suzuki, and they brought in Aaron Loop as well. So, yeah, so far, all of their signings so far have been pitching help, except for Kurt Suzuki, who was a re-sign anyways. So, yeah, Suzuki's always bad. a good signing. Suzuki's one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. Paul's a great game behind the plate. I just looked up the Reds, and they have literally have not spent money on anybody. <laughs> that is too funny. Be I want to know who the other team is. Kansas City, mm. maybe? It's got to be a small market team, you would think, right? It could be Kansas City. I could it's see not. Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City made an offer like... to Taylor Clark Ooh. for 975000 So Good for them. <laughs> Good um, for them. Let's see how I want to take a set. Let's see who the Guardians have signed so far. Oh, Luke Malley for nine hundred thousand. Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> it says, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect to make any signings. Oh, kind of just got rid of people. It's not Tampa Bay. That's all. Kind of okay, yeah. Tampa Bay made a sign. Yeah, they signed uh, Corey Kluber and uh, Brooks Raley. Yeah, 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 I saw Corey going down there, which makes sense. Warm weather, why not? You're older, go for it. Solid baseball team. Speaking of which, I mentioned, I mentioned, I don't know why I did earlier, but I mentioned the Red Sox and Blue Jays winning that division and knocking the Yankees out. Rays are still good. Oh yeah, yes they are. Rays, are Rays are they're really always good. sneaky every year. They never get talked about much, no, but they're they always don't. solid. They should though. Um, oh, I did find the other system. team. What is it? Oakland. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, they got rid of Olsen. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oakland. Um, I, yeah. Yo, you go. Any final final closing arguments on uh, or closing points on MLB free agency? Uh, I'm just – I think like everyone else, we're just waiting to see where Freeman goes. I think yeah. that's the last big domino. There's other oh, guys here and there. There's some good guys to left, but no one swings the margin as much as Freeman does. Like how yeah. well a team will perform in the future. He's got to be a Yankee. <sighs> Don't say it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, let's shift on over towards NCAA college basketball. Selection Sunday was on Sunday. Obviously, it's the best time of the year. It is March Madness. We're going to go on and make our picks. One, I have not watched one college basketball game this year except for the Big Ten tournament, so I'm going to be a genius when this comes down to it. And Marshall, by on the other hand, has watched less basketball than me, actually, and he knows a lot less than me. So just don't <laughs> – whatever Marshall says, don't <laughs> don't listen don't to take it. For your word. Don't take it. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Just because just because you know more in March Madness doesn't mean you're gonna do better. It's yeah. never that way. Which I was obviously lying. Marshall knows a lot about college basketball, and he's probably gonna know most of everything that I or do pretty much the opposite of everything I do. So uh, starting off with my first pick, Georgia State's gonna upset Gonzaga easily. I'll say that right now. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Georgia State, what a great team. Yeah, Georgia State, great, great team, great team. Uh, Gonzaga, yeah, they're just gonna get wild. I already marked. I marked Gonzaga already moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gonzaga's gonna be Boise too much State for the- and Memphis. Uh, 
I've been back and forth on this one a lot recently, in my opinion. But I think uh, Memphis's recently hot play will kind of push it through. Duran's starting to play better for him. I know what's it called? Boise State's got a lot of like really good like forwards like Shaver and Kigbog. Kigog. Mm-hmm. I always mispronounce his name. But they don't really have a like true point guard, and I feel like that's going to hurt them in March. So I think Memphis is going to beat them. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Just uh, slightly, but I just think the athletes come to play, and it's going to be too much for the guards of Boise. Okay. So Marshall, on to the next matchup: UConn, New Mexico State. Who we got? This is a very popular upset pick I'm seeing right now. It's New Mexico State. Okay. I see a lot of people picking them over them because they've had some quality wins against teams like Davidson and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they just kind of ran up against the wrong opponent. UConn, I know, has kind of slipped as of late, but they still have two all Big Ten, like not Big Ten, Big East players in Sonogo and Bulls. I think UConn's going to win. But I think UConn wins by like five, not much. They sneak by. Okay, so we going UConn? Yeah, I'm going UConn on this one. All right. Uh, number four, Arkansas versus number 13, Vermont. Who we got? Uh, interesting. I've got Arkansas currently because I really, really like Arkansas. But I feel bad for Vermont because I think Vermont is the best 13th ranked seed. Just the fact that they're going up against Arkansas is kind of tough because you're going up against J.D. Note, who's like, not like what, third team All-American. So yeah. he's going to be too much for them to kind of handle now they've got some great players in shungo i think but they, they can't handle it they're just going to be too much for them so we got number four arkansas i've got arkansas no upsets but it, it, honestly though it's going to be another tight game it's just arkansas is going to be a little too much to handle i feel like if vermont would have faced like almost any other four seed i'd put vermont through but not against arkansas <laughs> All right. Uh, next game, number six, Alabama versus number eleven, Rutgers or Notre Dame. What we got? Uh, I'm assuming we're gonna take the approach that uh, like most brackets do, and they kind of you can kind of pick either Rutgers or Notre Dame to beat oh, Alabama. Yeah, so you can, yeah, yeah, you get the two choice over one. Yeah. So you take it, Rutgers or Notre Dame? I think I am. I don't like Alabama that much recently. They've been too spotty, and uh, I don't know. They they seem to turn over the ball at very poor mm-hmm. times. That's, right. that's my first pick, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the first upset on the board. Well, I guess Memphis over what are you Boise thinking? State. But who am I thinking? I got Bama. Yeah, I got Bama. Also, got by Bama. the way, if yeah. we're going to go back to that Arkansas-Vermont pick, um, I'm picking Vermont, baby. Vermont is going to be Yeah, I respect it. They could yeah. do it. The Catamounts could take them. That's, so Honestly. far, we, I agree with everything except for Vermont and Arkansas. Oh, and Bama. And the thing is, like, when in doubt, I feel like a lot of these things – like. All, every game we've talked about so far, they can cover the spread. Right. It really could. Obviously, besides the Gonzaga-Georgia State game. <laughs> That's all that matters is covering spread, baby. Um, mm-hmm. t- uh, Texas Tech versus Montana State. Pretty easy talk about this one. It's yeah, Texas I was Tech all the way. Texas Tech. They're scrappy. Yeah, Michigan Texas State Texas, no. <laughs> against Davidson. A lot of debate here on this one for me. I feel like this is another thing where I feel like if Davidson was playing like a different seven seed, they'd win. Yeah. It's just something about Tom Izzo and March is very That's good. Right. Yeah. yeah very, and the thing is, Davidson's best player this year at times has been Oster Lawyer, and he's the former Michigan State transfer. So they kind of probably know his ins and outs and how to kind of slow him down mm-hmm. since 
really had him for like three years or four years on the squad. So I think Michigan State wins. Awesome. But yeah. it's going to be close. The committee also knew what they were doing, making Michigan State a number seven seed in the same region as Duke. They want to see that Tom Izzo, Mike Scherzbetsky final they matchup really in the second round. They want to see it. They want to see it. They're making storylines, of course. Uh, so Michigan State unless Cal State Fullerton. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming as Cal State Fullerton, uh, they beat Duke. They upset him. No, I think Cal State Fullerton should be a 16 seed. <laughs> <laughs> if right. that says anything. <laughs> Moving on over to the South region, we got Arizona versus Wright State and BRY, I'm assuming. Is it Brooklyn? Bryant. Bryant? Okay, no, Bryant. Bryant. Brook, not Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Zona on that one, I'm assuming. Yeah, Zona over Wright State. Okay. Bryant's not going to win their first game. Oh, well, shoot. Um, today we got Seton Hall, number eight, against number nine, TCU. Who we who are we feeling? Uh, Neither's. Squad is that good in my opinion. Both are a little overrated, but I think TCU wins. Miles is just slightly better. They're really spread out in scoring, so if someone kind of flounders, someone else kind of picks up the pace. And Seton Hall hasn't looked that great lately. Mm-hmm. But they could go either or. That's a coin flip game, honestly. All right, number five, Houston against twelve UAB. Uh, second upset alert right now. UAB. Second upset alert. UAB, know the name now, Jelly Walker, baby. Jelly Walker. You got to watch out for him. You have to watch out for this guy. This guy scores at a ridiculous level. Now, honestly, the only problem that could happen is uh, if he gets in foul trouble or if they somehow slow him down slightly, you've got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You win the game. But Walker has been unbelievably hot right now, and I just don't ever like picking Houston because they're so sporadic. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, I would. Houston could easily make it to the Sweet 16 or drop first round of UAB, so I'm just making my upset of the classic 12-5 matchup. Love it. Um, yeah, I love it. I love UAB too, just because of this new Jelly Walker guy that I'm hearing about. That guy sounds amazing. <laughs> Jelly Walker, if you were listening to this somehow, come on the pod, buddy. Yeah. We're huge fans. Come on the pod, Jelly. Huge fans, Jelly. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, number four, Illinois versus number 13, Chattanooga. I keep wanting to pick Chattanooga really, really badly because <laughs> they really could win it. And yeah. honestly, out of the four teams here, UAB, Houston, Illinois, Chattanooga, any of them could reach the uh, Sweet 16 with ease. But I'm going to pick Illinois in this one. I just I feel like uh, what's called Kofi Coburn is going to be just a little too much for Chattanooga. They don't really have a big to match up with him. So they're kind of going to run through, but unfortunate. Yeah, at this South region, I just want to say in the first round, it is my, like, after all the brackets I have filled out so far, it is my upset region. Like, I have a lot of small teams, small seats winning. Yeah, yeah, like... That's what I'm saying. You could easily have Chattanooga or UAB make the Sweet 16 out of this region. (laughs) Uh, But we're going to go. Yeah, number six, Colorado State versus number 11, Michigan. I see a lot of people picking Michigan just because they know it's the most recent name. And it's, you know, a very popular pick. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. They're always good. But Colorado State is better than people realize this year. And they've got David Roddy, who's honestly, I think, I don't know if he finished third team All-American or he was like honorable mentions today. But he's very, very good. And I just, Michigan is trending downwards right now. So everyone loves it because it's a big name uh, school upset. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Now, tread lightly on this next pick. Mm -hmm. Tennessee versus Longwood. Who's winning? I think Longwood's the best 14 seed in the whole entire tournament. Thank you. 
Longwood is very actually very good in Longwood my opinion. 20. It probably should be a, a should be a thirteen seed. Mm. But the problem is they're playing a team who I feel like should easily have been a two seed. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. <laughs> so they're they're playing Tennessee. If they would have played on it, if they would have played literally on the other region like Texas Tech or Wisconsin or Purdue, honestly, they'd beat Purdue and Wisconsin probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, how the Big Ten does Longwood. in the tournament. I went. I went. Uh... Mm-hmm. I respect it. No, honestly. Yeah, I went Longwood on one of my picks, but you're taking Tennessee. You quote, yeah, I'm taking Tennessee, but you quote-unquote don't know. You say you don't know a lot. Longwood's actually a pretty good team. Really? And it's the I, first ever NCAA tournament. I, yeah, I saw that on the Selection Sunday, and I also just picked them. I, I fell in love with them because of the name easily. So, oh, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven, Ohio State versus number 10, Sister Jean, who we got. Gotta go Sister Jean, baby. Got Something to. about Sister Jean in March. Plus, Ohio State is trending massively downwards Yeah, Ohio right State now. sucks. Um, <laughs> number two, Villanova <laughs> versus 15, Delaware. Villanova by a lot. <laughs> I figured, I figured. All right, now moving yeah. on to the bottom half of the bracket. We're going to the East region. We got Baylor versus Norfolk State. This is a very interesting yeah. region, by the way. But, uh... I've got Baylor. It's Norfolk State. It's nothing too crazy there. Number eight, North Carolina versus number nine, Marquette. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, you have not picked an eight seed yet. Just want to well, point that out. Uh, we're changing now. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going North, North Carolina. Car- North Carolina wins. Armando Baycott's too much for Marquette to kind of handle. Mm-hmm. Marquette's a good team, but like some teams right now, they're kind of floundering as of late. And I kind of weigh that a little more recency of how well you've been playing over your whole entire schedule. So I've got. I've got, what's it called, North Carolina winning this game. Okay. Number five, St. Mary's versus 12, the play-in game of Wyoming and IU. This one I have debated for hours in my head. Yeah, it's a tough one. I could see Wyoming or Indiana beating St. Mary's. Yeah. But I can also see St. Mary's, like, eking a game out. Regardless what happens here, this is the game where you've got to be on buzzer beater alert. I really do think so. Uh, but in my opinion, you got to have some fun. And every year it seems to be someone from the uh, play-in games. They're the first four always wins their first-round game. At least one of them does. You're right. So I'm really – I think – honestly, I, I hate to say it, but I think Indiana beats Wyoming by, like, four. Like it. And then I think, and then I think Indiana goes on and beats St. Mary's. So Love I it. I think St. Mary's is a little hyped, overhyped. I hate to say it, mm-hmm. but I'm giving you my honest opinion. I, I think it. Indiana – I love what you just said. I it's music to my ears. Uh, Where Wyoming can knock you <laughs> if, yeah. if they come out thinking just Wyoming's another mid-major school, you're screwed because Maldonado's gonna kill you. Yeah, I hope not. Um, number four UCLA versus thirteen Akron. Uh, Akron is a very fun team to watch for a mid-major school, but they just can't match with UCLA unless another injury pops up for UCLA. UCLA's got this one pretty pretty clean in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, Texas versus Virginia Tech. Um, If this basketball game is very slow-paced and the refs don't call a lot of fouls and let it be like a really tough and grimy game, Texas wins. But if it's just a normal basketball game, Virginia Tech is one of the hottest teams in the country right now. And I just – Texas's offense goes too cold at times, so Virginia Tech's going to win that game. Yeah, I agree. What do you – I got Virginia won the Tech. ACC too. Yeah, I got Virginia Tech as well. I think they're a hot team right now. I don't think no one's stopping them. Well, I uh, not no one, but obviously I think Texas is not going to stop them. Yeah, uh, I agree. Number three, Purdue versus 14, Yale. 
This is a tough one, man. Yale, they're they're smart. They're no, from the Ivy League. They're gonna no, commit very few turnovers. Very few turnovers. And I would just say Lawrence. last game Purdue did play and they turned over the ball seventeen times. Gotta that play Lawrence, smart. Gotta no, play no, smart basketball. Purposely, Lawrence, you're smart. purposely just trying to go anti Purdue, which I, I respect. <laughs> In most years I would be agreeing with you, but Yale doesn't have a guy over six eight. Okay, yeah, no one told me that. Um, so Purdue, Yale doesn't have a single player over six foot eight. There's no way you're gonna guard Edie, who has another eight inches on your next tallest <laughs> player. That's a good so point. I think Purdue wins this one solely because Yale got a bad matchup. In most other teams, they could have competed, not in this one. All right, well, we got number seven Murray State versus ten San Francisco. Who we got? Uh, this is one of San Francisco's best runs in a long time. Really good team this year, but Murray State is, also is having a, a his- historic year. Yeah, like they won every single Ohio Valley Conference That's game. That's insane. It, it, it's yeah, it's insane. It's never been done before. It is definitely Murray State. Murray State deserves higher than a seven seed. It's I agree. That is going to be a very level. interesting seven ten matchup. And I would like mm-hmm. I, I hope that's on a Thursday. I don't know if it's Thursday or Friday, but I really hope that's one of the first days because I, I would love to watch that game. Oh yeah, I agree. All right, and then Kentucky against St. Peter's. Kentucky blows them out. Yeah. I <laughs> St. Peter's is a great three point shooting team, but doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, we're on to the Midwest region now. We got Kansas versus Texas Southern and Texas uh, something CC. I don't know. Corpus Christi. Thank you. It'll uh, be Texas Southern. Corpus, it'll be Texas Southern in the game, but Kansas wins. No surprises. Right. Uh, number eight, San Diego State versus number nine, Creighton. Uh, I flip-flopped on this one a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, eight, every 8-9 eight, game is, is a flip. Uh, it's yeah, kind yeah, of a point yeah, flip on each side, no matter what. But I think I'm going to rock San Diego State in this one. Got to give some love to the mid-majors. Oh, absolutely. Uh, number five, Iowa versus 12, Richmond. Richmond barely snuck in by upsetting some people in the their tournament. Yeah, Iowa. But uh, but Iowa is hot, and there there's no one's gonna stop Keegan Murray, and that uh, it's just he's gonna roll. Iowa's winning that one. All right, and probably arguably the worst fourth seed to enter. Uh, Providence versus South Dakota State. And they're entering against the hottest team in the Let's country go. right now. It's- Dakota State and Let's South go. Dakota State is winning this game. Let's go. <laughs> South Dakota State is winning this game. The offense they I have is too powerful. Providence looks horrible. Providence looks bad lately. South Dakota State looks good. I'm all South Dakota State Jackrabbits, baby. <laughs> See, I love that too. I love that. Um, the issue about it though is I don't know. We've had predictions on this show, and I've I've mm-hmm. na- I nailed the Jorge Soler prediction, but I don't think we've yes. ever had a wild prediction. Which I don't know how wild that is to be a thirteenth over fourteenth over four. Obviously, it happens, but I don't know how wild it is. But I don't like the vibe that we're both on that. <laughs> Good point. We need to be bickering. <laughs> that is, that does scare me. It scares me a little bit because now Providence is probably going to show out and just win the whole tournament. No, no way. I don't even think Providence makes it past Iowa. <laughs> And then if maybe like Kansas the following, no, Providence doesn't even make it to the no. final four at all. No, no chance. Not. They won't. Eat. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen is a dream for them. Um, let's AKA, go. We just gave Providence the golden ball to win it all. Now <laughs> I know I did. I definitely bulletin material. Um, LSU versus Iowa State is the next matchup. 
Uh, I see a lot of people picking Iowa State. Me too. I'm not mistaken, they've lost three in a row lately. Oh, well, I didn't know that. And Brockington is great, but I think LSU is going to win it. Easton's got like the sixth man of the year in the country. I, I just think LSU wins in a tight one. It'll be one of those games you're going to want to watch. Okay. But, yeah. And then we got Wisconsin versus Colgate, and I, I be careful. They have fresh I, breath. I'm glad you're saying they have fresh careful, breath Lawrence. over there. Lawrence, I'm glad you're saying be careful because Colgate it. Wisconsin's on upset alert round one. Oh, absolutely. Colgate almost took out Arkansas last year. I think Wisconsin wins because they're going to be a little more aware than Mm -hmm. Arkansas was last year. Yeah. But Colgate is still a very similar team. Shoots the ball at a very, very high rate and field goal percentage and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I just don't see anyone on their team slowing down Davis whatsoever, and he's just going to roll through them. I think I think Wisconsin wins by like seven points, something mm. like that, but the whole game is pretty close, and it just becomes spread at the very end. Yeah. Um, we got USC and Miami in the next game. Uh, I, I, these, two type, these are the two type of teams that I absolutely love and hate. <laughs> They are the definition of pure athlete and not so much IQ. <laughs> so they can easily go on a hot streak and completely steamroll a couple teams or oh, yeah. completely get blown out of a game because they just crumble with turnovers or whatever. But I think USC is slightly more sound and USC wins. I think I got Miami in that one. I, don't know. I could easily see Miami. Yeah. They're, they're both. Chaotic. <laughs> All right, Auburn and Jacksonville State, which I think this Jacksonville State's in Alabama, which is interesting. It but is. Auburn versus Jacksonville State. Auburn, even though Jacksonville State, what a what a game, what a game. Let's move on to the second round now. We'll just stay down here in the bottom half of this uh, bracket for now. In the East region, we got number one Baylor versus number eight North Carolina. I can't make up my mind here. <laughs> I really want to pick North Carolina. <laughs> really? I don't like Baylor. They have a lot of injuries right now, so it worries me. But screw it. We're going to be fun, right, Lawrence? I like bold. it. Let's go. We're going to go North Carolina. I love it. But you could go either way in this game, in my opinion. The thing is, if Marquette plays Baylor, Baylor wins. Yeah. But if North, North Carolina. Carolina plays him. I think North Carolina is going to really challenge Baylor. Mm. Baylor's just not healthy enough right now. If they had their full healthy team, yeah, they easily beat North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, number 12, IU versus number 4, UCLA. I hate picking UCLA just because I massively root against California schools. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to listen to my sense of reason, and uh, IU's great little run is going to end to here. End. Yeah, I, yeah, most it of the time when I throw it end. out. UCLA kind of wins this one, but hey, at least I gave your IU Hoosiers hey, a little more respect than normal. A lot farther than I thought they were going to go, so I'm happy with it. Um, number 11, Virginia Tech versus number 3, Purdue. Virginia Tech. Nice. I agree. <laughs> uh, now, Purdue struggles to defend this year. Uh, Top 10 in offensive efficiency. I think 100. And- a hundredth flat in defensive efficiency against an extremely hot offense that moves the ball around and will press you, which Purdue stinks at presses. If this was Purdue in January, December, yeah, it's easily Purdue, but it's yeah. Purdue in March, baby. Virginia Tech wins. All right. <laughs> uh, who, and then who they'll play in the Sweet 16, number seven, Murray State, or number two, Kentucky? Uh, 
I feel so bad for Murray State because I feel like Murray State, say, was on the other side and facing Auburn. Murray State would beat Auburn, but they're not going to beat Kentucky. Yes, they Oscar Tshibwe is, in my opinion, the national player of the year, and he's just going to – they're going to roll. Kentucky's going to win that game. I got It'll Murray be a good State. game. You got Murray State? I, I like I it. I, I honestly off. do. I like it. They're a very good, talented team, and I think it's going to be a great game. I just feel like they got seeded poorly. Yeah. All right. And this is the Midwest. We got number one Kansas versus eight San Diego State. Uh, Kansas kind of rolls. They kind of got a favorable draw. I don't feel like either eight or nine in this one is as good as some of the other regions. So I think Kansas wins probably not as convincingly as they should, but they're going to win the game. Okay. Uh, number five, Iowa versus 13 South Dakota State. Uh, as much as we love the Jackrabbits, no. uh, I think they can only have magic going on for so long. I, I think agree. Iowa wins this one. It, it, the the magic dies out, but hey, they got they knocked off Providence. They yeah. get their one shining moment. That's a good point. Uh, number six LSU versus three Wisconsin. This one's been taking me a while to think about as well. I keep flipping it back and forth, but I think Wisconsin wins. But if LSU shoots well or gets hot out of nowhere and their guards play better than normal, LSU can beat them. But I think Wisconsin wins by, like, five. Okay. Uh, number seven, USC versus number two, Auburn. I really want... This is one where I'm starting to verge on an upset again, maybe, here. Okay. You just don't rank, think... you don't rank Auburn highly. No, I do not. Their guard play reeks. They're, they're two bigs. Two of the best bigs in the entire country. Really are. They are phenomenal. But... I just don't see him going super far for very long. And uh, we have to be interesting, right? I'm going to pick USC for fun. I mean, it could happen. I, I mean, think, really think about it. Those I, Auburn players, they get into foul trouble. They're, that's You're looking at a Yeah, the bigs time. get in foul trouble yeah. or something like that. Is Auburn could easily win this game, but just easily drop the next one to Wisconsin. So it's it's a, it's kind of a up-for-debate one. But I don't know. Auburn's, unless their guards finally figure out how to not turn over the ball and pass it to their bigs, they're out. <laughs> Uh, back to the West region, we got number one Gonzaga versus number nine Memphis. Uh, Memphis is gonna make it a good game for parts of it, but they're just so turnover prone, and Gonzaga's just too smart, so yeah. they're gonna take advantage of that and win. Number five UConn versus four Arkansas. I feel like it's going. I know you picked uh, the Catamounts to be I here. Let's go. I picked the. Razorbacks to be here, and I'm going to pick them to win again. That's smart. I have UConn, the count on the Sweet 16. I have them beating UConn. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just UConn is solid, but they rely too heavily on two guys in Arkansas. As long as like Mude or some of the other guys get hot alongside, it, they'll they'll win that game. I feel like. Okay. But hey, you got the Catamounts. Let's go. <laughs> you never know. They're hey, they're scrappy. That's all I know about them. Um. Rutgers and Notre Dame, or Notre Dame versus number three Texas Tech. Um, I feel like Texas Tech wins because I think it's going to be Rutgers at this stage in game. Okay. It, and I, regardless, if it's Notre Dame, I think Texas Tech wins soundly. If it's Rutgers, they win pretty good, okay as well because Rutgers tries to make games ugly, but no one's better at making a game rough and tough and ugly than Texas Tech, so they're not going to beat them at their own style of play. <laughs> So Texas Tech can win that one. Oh yeah, and the matchup of 
the uh, second round, probably number seven, Michigan State versus number two, Duke. My hatred for Duke makes me really want to pick Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to be honest, and it's going to be Duke to win this game. They're not going to flounder this early. Yeah. If they do, I'm happy. <laughs> right. It would be right. even funnier if Davidson would beat him, but no, Duke's going to win this game, and Coach K's run's going to extend a little longer. All right, uh, now over into the South. Number one, Arizona versus number nine, TCU. Arizona is a very good basketball team and probably one of the probably one of the favorites in this region. I think Arizona wins. Number 12, UAB versus number four, Illinois. Uh, no one can guard Coke Burn on UAB. <laughs> no one. Say, I really wanted the boy Jelly Walker to keep rolling, but... Yes. I... I, I don't see it in say Houston gets here as well. I still think Illinois has an advantage yeah. over them. Houston only advances on to the next round as if Illinois doesn't come to play against Chattanooga and they beat Chattanooga. Uh number six, Colorado State versus number three, Tennessee. Like I said, Colorado State's a good team, but Tennessee is deserving of a two seed. Tennessee is gonna win this game. They're just too much to handle. Chandler in particular. Right. This game is slated for a Sunday. It's number 10, Loyola Chicago, versus number 2, Villanova. I like Sister Jean a lot, but Villanova is still going to be too much to handle for them. See, you just can't pick they just Sister don't have Jean. You can't pick against <clears throat> Sister Jean on a Sunday, Marshall. That's You're picking? Oh, this is, oh, that's why you mentioned it. You're that's going to Loyola Chicago, aren't you? Absolutely. You, I'm not you picking against God. Well, <laughs> don't put me in a corner here. <laughs> don't put me in a corner here like this. I don't know. It's Villanova's probably going to win. Um, I respect on, the Lord. We're into the Sweet 16 now. Um, and stay in the South region. Why not? Number one, Arizona versus number four, Illinois. I don't feel like Illinois is that great of a team, and Arizona is very hot offensively. And they got Matherin, who's like one of the better guys in the country. At the end of the line comes here if it doesn't come earlier for Illinois. Regardless of who comes out of here, they're losing to Arizona. Uh, and then number three, Tennessee versus two, Villanova. Uh, Tennessee wins the game. Gillespie's great and all, but Chandler and Tennessee's just, they're too much more depth there. And I just, Tennessee's hot right now. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I like rolling with the hot teams in March. Absolutely. You have to. Um, number one, Zaga versus number four, Arkansas in the uh, Sweet 16 over in the West region. Tight game. Tight game. Back and forth. If Note is hot and Williams is rolling too. Arkansas wins this game, but I feel like Gonzaga's too smart and Gonzaga's going to win this game. They're just going to outsmart him. That's all it is. Okay, and then the next game is Texas Tech, number three, and number two, Duke. Coach K's run ends. Let's go. Uh, Duke, has a history of, Duke has a history of struggling against opponents that are get up in their grill and in their face and frustrate them. And you, we clearly also in the Virginia Tech game, they kind of melted with pressure, and yeah. that's Texas Tech's speciality. They're scrappy. They're they're just going to get frustrated, and they're going to do some dumb things. And Texas Tech's going to win, and most people are just going to be disappointed that his runs over. <laughs> I love it though. Uh, on the East side now, number eight, North Carolina versus number four, UCLA. <laughs> it would be funny if North Carolina kept winning. <laughs> But I have to be a little safe here and pick UCLA. <laughs> There's being fun and having a, a Cinderella story, and it could happen. Mm -hmm. But we're picking a bracket, and we're being reasonable here. Oh, yeah. I think UCLA wins in a close one. 
All right, now we move on to number 11, Virginia Tech versus 2, Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's too much to handle for them still. Uh, no one can guard Toshiboy on their team in particular. The two's probably going to have 20 rebounds that game. And plus, if Kentucky's fully healthy, I feel like Virginia Tech by then will be starting to gas out a little. Mm-hmm. And they'll be what better scouted. So I think Kentucky wins that one. Okay. Uh, moving on now to number one, Kansas versus number five, Iowa. This is a coin flip game. Okay. I really, truly do think this is a coin flip game. I'm going to give give it to Kansas, but if anyone out there picks Iowa, I, I, I could easily see it in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Iowa's hot right now. Mm-hmm. Iowa's super hot right now. It, and I'm going to make – we're going to go to the bold prediction down below. We're going to go – I'm assuming Wisconsin's going to win against USC. Okay. And regardless of it's if it's Kansas or Iowa, I like Kansas and or Iowa over Wisconsin to make it to yeah. the Final Four. So go ahead and just throw Kansas in that Final Four. Just huh? throw Kansas in the Final Four. Okay. I, you got to throw at least one number yeah. one seed in there. UCLA or <laughs> Kentucky in the out of the East? Uh, I think Kentucky wins. It's kind of a boring answer. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have a very boring Final Four the more I'm starting to look at this. <laughs> Which I don't like. I don't like all the way because I think this is the year where we're gonna see some, some like madness. eight seed or something do it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Moving on now to Arizona and Tennessee. It's gonna be a tight game, but I think Tennessee's run kind of just starts to falter a little, and Arizona hasn't had a challenge up to this point, so they've been kind of on coast, like cruising on cruise control. So I think Arizona wins, but. Uh, it's gonna leave me with too many number one seeds and in the out final. Of the final. Yep, out of the uh, out of the West, Gonzaga and Texas Tech. I think Gonzaga wins, but that's way too many number one seeds, isn't it? I mean, it's three. It's three, but then the other one's a number two seed, so it's not very crazy. <laughs> yeah. So the final. Uh, four, is that uh, is that final? Is that who we going with? Uh, that's who we're going with. But I'll tell you right here, right now, that's definitely not correct. <laughs> Um, I think this is where you only see two number ones, not three of them. Yeah, I can see that. But also at the same time, look at the number ones and kind of the regions they're in. I've heard nothing this whole time you've been filling them out as these number ones just seem to roll each team they go up against, except for maybe Kansas and Iowa. I think everything I think else Kansas has been just no doubter. They go in. I think Gonzaga is the clear cut from their one. Yeah, I don't think one's gonna challenge Gonzaga. The Kansas and Iowa is where my first debate begins, and I don't think Baylor makes it out. Obviously, mm-hmm. Arizona could easily go down to Tennessee or maybe even Villanova, but I'm just picking the safe bet and picking Arizona. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, then we go on to the Final Four: Arizona and Kansas. Who we got in that one? <sighs> Who do I have? Um. I think Arizona wins in a close one. I think it's going to be a back and forth game, and it's just a safer pick to pick as well, since I'm not sure if it's going to be Kansas or Iowa here. Okay. So I feel like Arizona is just a safe pick to pick. All right, uh, and then Gonzaga and Kentucky over on the other side. Uh, it's Gonzaga. I think they're just a really talented team, and they're going to. Con- Continue to roll. It, 
Toshiba's going to run into his first set of two big men, and if he gets in foul trouble, they're toast. So, and I think that happens, and Gonzaga's going to win. Okay, and now the national championship. Gonzaga versus Arizona. Who's taking it? <sighs> Gonzaga, and it's going to be Gonzaga. Yeah, it's going to be Gonzaga, I think. It's the very boring answer. I know it's the number one overall, but I feel like they're just slightly better than everyone else in the country, and their only losses are really, like, on the road or against tough opponents. So I think Gonzaga wins, and honestly, it might be like last year's championship game where Gonzaga got blown out, and then this year Gonzaga blows out someone. I um, so, yeah, that's a – if you guys want a, a perfect bracket, it's right here. Everything is right here. Close. <laughs> You'll you be lucky. Million dollars. There you go. You're welcome. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to help everyone out and share this uh, pot with. Yeah. Them. No. If you want to do round by round betting, I'd be very good at that. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> I'm. We're, I'm definitely gonna have to hit you up because round by round betting, I'm funny. way better than picking everything in advance. But yeah, you can kind of get a better eyesight of how teams are playing and things like that. But. I don't know. To recap, let's go uh, South Dakota State. <laughs> South Dakota State, baby. That's all I care about. That and I got game. a big upset North Carolina taking out Baylor. So <laughs> let's go there, too. I like it. That IU game is on tonight. Um, let's head on over to FanDuel. Let's make some picks for the ga- tonight's games, huh? What do you say? We got IU-Wyoming. Uh, the spread right now is IU minus four, and the over-under is set at 132. Marshall, what is the probably smartest Is that IU bet? to win by four? Yeah, win by four. Is that yeah. IU to win? Yes. Might be safer to take Wyoming covers. Yeah. You take Wyoming I, I think four. the game's going to – I told you already, I think it's going to be back and forth, and whoever's kind of the winner out of that, you know, goes on to win it overall. I mean, like, win the St. Mary's game. There's so a... I'd be – Go ahead. More reluctant to bet on Wyoming, like the cover. Okay. <sighs> That's very interesting. There's a very interesting Indiana only super boost on FanDuel right now where it's Trace Jackson oh. Davis to score 15 plus points and IU to win. Uh, take it. That's <laughs> <laughs> free money. 15? There's no way Jackson Davis is not scoring 15. 15 points, right? And then you're just rooting for IU to win the game. That's the tough part. That's the tough part. The 15 points he's got. This is Now, this is obviously not going to happen, but there's an interesting bet here. It's IU to make the tournament Sweet 16. Yes is plus 730. I don't think so. Like I said, I think <laughs> I you go down. Interesting. Uh, let's go on over to the NBA tonight's action. Not very much. Uh, we got the Brooklyn Nets against the Orlando Magic. The Nets are minus 10.5 point favorite. Marshall, who we got? I think Brooklyn rolls. They're just the magic aren't that great. <laughs> yeah. Uh Grizzlies Pacers minus seven for the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Yeah. I kind of agree oh, with you Grizzlies. on that one as well. Uh Pistons plus thirteen. Miami Heat minus thirteen. <laughs> I read Where, that completely uh, weird. <laughs> it's in Miami. And it's Miami. Teams never travel well to Miami. <laughs> You gotta take the spread. The minus too 13. much fun before the game. <laughs> you want to take the thirteen points? But for Miami to win by thirteen or more? Yeah. No, thirteen's a little too much for NBA. Okay, so you gotta take the plus thirteen then. I'm just having Miami winning. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Fuck spreads. We should probably just go on money lines again. I'm doing this all. No, uh, no, we can do we can do spreads. I'm all for spreads, but that one is a. 
Yeah. I could easily see Detroit um, screwing it up. And then Suns Pelicans. They got the Suns as a minus four and a half. Suns win. CJ McCollum's ruled out. I just saw. Okay. So without McCollum, I think the Suns will. I think win I'm going to agree with all of those picks. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty lopsided slate here tonight. Uh, it NBA. really is. And then we can go into the NHL. We got a lot of games, baby. Oh boy, this uh, is where start off where we Anah- shine. <laughs> this is where we shine, baby. Here we go. Anaheim Ducks traveling to the New York Rangers to play them. Uh, Marshall, who we think? Mar- uh, so far, the Rangers are minus two oh five favorite at home. Yeah, well, I think the Rangers win. I do. Well, I gotta uh, say, it's quack quack, do. baby. Let's go Ducks. I'm taking the Ducks. I will be rooting for the Ducks. Ducks, Ducks, Ducks. ducks, ducks. <laughs> um, I hope I'm wrong. The next game, New York Islanders at Washington Capitals. Uh, you know, shockingly, the over-under is set at five and a half. That over-under for the Islanders, uh, the under hits 100% of the time. I have not seen a team hit so many unders before. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. But with that being said, on the other side, I'm pretty sure the Capitals are very well on a five and a half uh, over-under on the over side. So it's tough to uh, judge that on over-under-wise. Game-wise, on winning, I'm going Capitals. I don't think the Islanders are well-suited enough to stop them. I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. Same? I'm I'm on the same board. I like it. Uh, Wow. Oh, my God. I'm glad I just looked at this. We have the shit bowl tonight, Marshall. I know. Arizona Coyotes at the Montreal Canadiens. Who's winning? Canadians. You taking the Canadians? The Canadians get a W. I'm taking oh, the Yotes. Man. The Yotes have been oh, hot man. recently a little bit. Last week they had a four-game win streak going. Regardless, whoever's listening out there, the only way you're watching this game is if you bet on it. Oh, absolutely. You uh, even fan bases are not watching this game. I I don't oh, know. They might be. They might be rooting against their team for better picks. I don't know how Montreal's vaccination stat, like you know, COVID stuff works. Um, but I really hope no one does go to this game tonight. Please, save your money. Stay home. Stay home. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs> Don't watch bad hockey. <laughs> uh, next game, we got the Dallas Stars at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Marshall, who we say taking here? Uh, Leafs are coming off a loss in the Heritage Classic to Buffalo, too. And they are without Austin Matthews. Okay, so that makes me... I was leaning Dallas anyway, but I'm a little stronger now. I'm going to go Dallas, but I like a goal. Yeah, I agree. I'm going Dallas, too. Especially, they got them as the underdog. That's actually a very interesting bet to think about. Um, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Penguins at Nashville Predators, even. Minus 110 both sides. Um, so, really a coin flip game, if you want to talk about it. Who we got? I know everyone likes to hype up, and I like the predators but some, my gut's telling me the penguins win this game I, I don't know why i'm on the same side i can't pick predators and you know me so uh yeah i'm going uh mm-hmm. i'm going penguins mm-hmm. vegas golden knights travel uh north of the border to go travel to winnipeg to play the jets uh they got the jets as a favorite on this one really i thought i was gonna pick the jets and it was gonna be a surprise uh, <laughs> gosh dang uh, it. Uh, i'm going with the favorites i think I think Winnipeg wins. Yeah, I think so too. I think Winnipeg takes it. I was I was trying to find my upset pick, and that's not one apparently. <laughs> Boston Bruins travel to Chicago to play the Blackhawks. Uh, who we got winning in this one, Marshall? I'm 
conflicted on this one, so I don't know if I'm allowed obviously, to pick. Obviously, you're not allowed to pick, but I'm gonna go Boston. <laughs> okay, gotta go Boston. Um, then we go Detroit Red Wings at Edmonton Oilers. Talk about an upset if what I said game. this one. Please don't say it. <laughs> no, it's gonna be Edmonton. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, please just. I'm going the same boat, obviously. I mean, I'm not picking Detroit. I think we've um, been on the same page almost the whole time. The whole time, except for like one game, two games in NHL, and that's it. Yeah, that was that's it. Yeah. Last wow. game, capping up the NHL, uh, New Jersey Devils at Vancouver. Who we got? Vancouver wins. It's boring, but it's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm taking Jack Hughes. Let's take the upset. I'll take the Devils. I'll take the other side. Oh, Make it interesting. Nice. Um, then of course we got to go to it. What's this PGA tour looking like? We got the Valspar <laughs> championship this Thursday. We got a little bit of time for, before it occurs. Yes. We got the Valspar championship this weekend. Uh, so far the favorites um, at plus yeah. 1100 are two between Justin Thomas and Victor Hovland. Who do you think's got yeah, this Hovland in the bag? Out of those two, Hovland, Hovland is one of the ones I would consider high up there. Mm-hmm. But most people who aren't talking about who honestly just came off a great round, you obviously never picked the winner from last week. Right. But uh, who, who didn't start the last week great but finished strong, I think this is a chance for Dustin Johnson to get back on the wagon. That's, yeah, that's a great pick. Um, Dustin Johnson, by the way, not uh, plus 1,500. He is... He has the fourth best odds to win the Valspar Championship. I that's a great pick though. I I completely agree with everything you just said. Um, I really hope it's though. I really hope it's someone who's like not ranked at all. I, <laughs> I always root for the unranked guys. Right, absolutely. Um, God, man, this Big is Taylor tough. Gooch show here. Big Taylor Gooch, Gooch show here. Where's my boy? What's his? I don't odds? know if he's competing or not, but uh, Big Taylor Gooch him. show here. Yeah, Gooch ain't even. Yeah, Big Gooch show, but like he's not. He's not listed. I don't think he's playing. Oh, it's unfortunate. Now, unfortunate. If you were, obviously, a lock is to finish top ten. Probably Dustin Johnson. I'll agree with that. Um, I think Dustin Johnson's the lock to finish. Top 10. I don't think so in top ten. In top ten, really? No, I think he kind of slips a little in the neck, the following week. He gets it going again. Um, uh, this bold statement, I guess, but I don't know. I could be wrong. It's Murakawa. Where is this Valspar at? Where's it at? Uh, it's. Outside of Tampa, oh, it gets okay. close to Tampa-ish. You're kind of wow. still staying in Florida. I see a name, and it's very interesting. Like, it's very intriguing. I don't know if I want to say it, though. Say it. I'll, I'll, I'll give the rundown. <laughs> um, plus 2,900 odds. Right behind Shane Lowry. Uh, Brooks Kepka. That's the most spotty guy out there. Well, there <laughs> I go. don't know. Yeah, that's if you want to, you can be bold. Yeah, I, he's the type he's of guy. An interesting name. I like the 10. odds on him, but if I'm going to pick a winner, I'm going Louis, baby. I think this is Ustihausen, baby. Louis. I think it's his time. Yeah, I think this oh. is a, give it. Louis always okay. Time out. Can we talk about Louis for a second? Absolutely. Louis is fun to pick, but I would not pick him as the winner. Louis always seems to finish. Second, <laughs> yeah, he does. He makes a yeah, great, a great run. Point. He does really great, but he's gonna finish like top five this weekend. He yeah, ain't gonna really win. <laughs> he's winning it. If there were bets for top ten or something like that for Louis, I might want to gamble on it. But number one, <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I agree. I agree. 
Well, those are our picks for tonight. We'll come back next week when we have next episode to see how they went. Or next up, whenever next episode is. Uh, next episode coming soon. At least next Dragon. week. I will. At least next week. I don't know if you want to do two episodes or not. I have no idea. So, um, uh, I'm, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll talk absolutely. About that absolutely. Um, but yeah, let's wrap up the show here. Uh, any closing uh, points here, Marshall, that you would like to say? Uh, don't take our picks seriously and bet everything on them. <laughs> if anything, actually just bet the opposite. The only thing. Oh, you're about to say the opposite. I was about to say, uh, don't take your bet seriously, except South Dakota State, maybe. Let's Absolutely, go. South Dakota State. Go Jackrabbits. Go Jackrabbits. Jack <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, of course. Uh, like and subscribe. Do all that fun stuff. Um, spread the news, obviously. Um, and then we'll see you guys uh, next, at least next week. I don't know if we want to spit in another one, but whatever. Uh, until then, mm-hmm. uh, you guys be good people.